This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Is that it endangers some infants by stating that that infant must immediately be brought to the hospital. Where, depending on the circumstances, that may be the right thing to do for the health and survival of that infant. Or it may not. Stunning. That's Jerry Nagler, Democrat congressman from uh, New York. And I'm going to uh, tell you a little bit. Uh, this conversation that we're about to have with Randy Tobler, host of the Tobler Show weekday afternoons, 4 to 6 here on the radio station, it might get a little dark because of what 210 human beings in Washington, D.C., uh, what they did yesterday and some of the things they said. And I'll say this, you know, we, we might have differing opinions on the view of abortion, but what these people were saying yesterday, um, I was aghast. Um before we move forward, if you're leaving from anywhere and heading south into Jefferson City areas, uh, the roads, uh, what are they? So a lot of people have been caught off guard because they're leaving like Columbia. They're coming from Fulton and they're going south and they're like, what the heck? We've got snow and messes on the road. Uh, where are we uh, right now, Mr. Marsh? We're hearing from Cole County Public Works. We just checked in with Brian Boyce, the uh, road superintendent out there. Each was telling us two and a half inches. We went outside with the old-fashioned yardstick here and got almost three in Jefferson City. And we're hearing probably schools from Southern Boone and Ashland all the way down to the Lake of the Ozarks pretty much pulled the plug today. But Columbia and schools to the north... uh, standard business we understand we're right at kind of that weird spot temp in columbia 33 looking at the temp according to the national weather service in jefferson city it's 32 so it's right there ideally whenever this clears out we've got friends in sedalia in the marshall area that are listening to wake up mid-missouri this morning saying hey snow has stopped here uh hopefully things will start clearing up for y'all this is wake up mid-missouri uh stephanie bell what's coming up in the uh in the morning bell the inflation numbers are in but i don't want you to be duped like you got duped earlier by the post dispatch right. and so the headlines are pretty different than what i would call the actual story there's producer hannah good morning mr marsh is here yes we are my name is brandon <laughs> rather i got duped I'm here. Stephanie, did you see what they're doing in the legislature? Do you see this? Well, that's why Stephanie is one of the reasons Stephanie's here. Yeah, he said they're regulating what women can wear on. I The paper was saying that they're, you know, they're going to tell women what they can and can't wear on the floor. And I said, remember when Mike Moon wore overalls and got kicked off all of his committees? Yeah, they've been regulating what you can wear on the floor of the legislature forever for men and for women and the embarrassing part about that i'm always the one saying hey don't get because people get duped by headlines because people send me stuff all the time do you see this and then i usually respond well did you read the story Mm -hmm. but i saw several missouri media outlets in their headlines on this story and i'm like the legislature is going to regulate what women can wear on the floor yeah that's the rule and (laughs) like when i go to court i there are things that i can't wear um and you know i've been in a in a i was at a psc hearing once it was hot and they they actually they had to make a motion they said before the judge and they said can i want to make a motion that we be allowed to remove our jackets because as part of certain you know when you go to certain places where there's a certain level of respect a lot of times they require jackets and that's what's been historically required in the legislature for men and women for a long time basically for us when we're in the gallery in the press gallery we have a dress code as well Mm -hmm. uh and they don't allow flip-flops by the way but here's i found the workaround (laughs) You can go like last year when we covered. You know, so last year we carried the state of the state because important stuff happened there. Uh, and uh, me and a couple of other folks were. So I go in and I got my briefcase with all my stuff and I go in with the dress shoes. But once we sit down and start broadcasting, looking straight down at the top of Governor Mike Parson's head, man, shoes come off and the flip flops go on. 
may not get away with that this year when we do it. Welcome now, to the show. Is not that according like, to the post. <laughs> is that a full circle moment for you, like looking down on the governor's head? Because wasn't he looking down on the top of your head when you fell off the stage at the governor's prayer breakfast? Stephanie has not heard this story unless you went to the YouTube channel and watched it. I haven't yet. Uh, 8.35, Wake Up Mid-Missouri. You can watch our show on the YouTube channel. It's Wake Up Mid-Missouri. I would, uh, if you get a chance, go to about, it would be about the last half hour of the show. If you go to the video Friday's show, uh, and yeah, I fell off the stage, governor's prayer breakfast. And took the pastor with him. <laughs> I was, listen, anytime I've been in trouble in my life, I reach out two pastors and people like that and this was one of those times and this guy was within arm's reach okay randy tobler host randy tobler show joining us he's here weekdays four to six how are you bud i'm doing well hey i was thinking about the propriety how how the bitter irony is of the propriety allegedly of telling people what they can wear in a courtroom or, or on the floor of the legislature on the one hand and we accept that and on the other hand the Democrats have a problem with once a baby is outside the womb, <laughs> they have a problem with protecting that life. Man, isn't that a contrast in where our principles are? Holy cow. So here's Amazing. the part where it's going to get dark a little bit. And I think regardless of whatever your views are in the majority of Americans, the and they have been for a long time, the overwhelming majority of Americans are okay with some type of abortion. Usually, I think the stopping point for most folks is 20, 20 weeks. Those, that's just polling. That's what's been indicative of over the years. And I, whatever your opinion is. But what happened yesterday in Washington, D.C., uh, and this has to do with uh, the Born Alive Act, which basically says, bottom line of this act, Randy, basically says, listen, if a child is outside of the womb and needs life-saving measures, even in like the, the, the process of an abortion, then you have to offer the baby life-saving care. The bottom line. Jan Schakowsky, a Democrat from Illinois' 9th Congressional District. I'm blown away by what these, these are fellow human beings, by the way. Forget the Democrat. Forget that they're an elected lawmaker. These are human beings saying things like this. The law that you have provided on the Republican side actually can create more harm. It requires immediately taking a struggling baby to a hospital that hospital could be hours away and could be detrimental to the life of that baby. So don't even try. So this law deems an infant born alive after an attempted abortion is a legal person for all persons, uh, all purposes under the laws of the United States. 210 human beings in D.C. said no. Even if a baby is outside of the womb, if the baby has been born. No, don't take them to the hospital. It might be too long. Um, from your point of view, I don't know where you are, but I am I, honestly, simply stunned that we have people saying these things. Don't even try. Your take, Randy? Well, look, I don't do abortions, so I've never uh, will be at risk of this unless the government forces us by way of licensure to do abortions, in which case I'll quit. But um, I know I've taken care of struggling babies that were delivered extremely prematurely that had a extremely low chance of survival and at a minimum they're given comfort care uh and often there's inflection points where the parents have to decide do you want comfort care do you want heroic measures um and and the, in those instances almost always the parents want everything done to try to to take care of that baby 
what troubles me is this the the misrepresentation that this somehow getting the this baby as a result of a failed abortion brandon is to a hospital is going to be detrimental to the baby i mean i i don't understand how that can be the case um at, at a minimum I, I would think once this baby is separated from the mom, like you said, from a legal perspective, I don't know why the Dems have a, a leg to stand on here. Hasn't their argument been all the way that a woman's body is her body, and as long as the baby is inside her body yeah. until that moment of birth in some of those minds, de- deranged minds, in my opinion, uh, you know, that's the woman's uh, jurisdiction. But at that point, doesn't it become the state's protective rights over that individual? I guess it's sort of a Stephanie question, isn't it? I mean, I, I don't see how they have a leg to stand on. Where does that end? Where I mean, where does, if let's say the baby is resuscitated because they get the baby to the hospital that's just down the street and the baby's resuscitated, can the mom then decide, ah, I still want that abortion to be followed through? I mean, isn't that infanticide? We're getting into some moral questions that the fact, the fact they're even being asked, yeah. the fact that the Democrats are resisting, Brandon, really worries me for these people's souls like you said i mean where are these people coming from it's dark there there are two groups of people that i don't try to explain and that's gen z and democrats because i just you can't i mean you can't like the example you just gave i mean it's horrifying all right randy tobler he hosts the randy tobler show weekday afternoons four to six uh and check it out it's a great show because again you know you're heading home from work and anything that's gone down that day uh dr uh uh, tobler is covering that for you oh let me ask ask you this um the these drugs come out all the time and i know the latest one is alzheimer's and i know there's a lot of excitement for that for folks hey maybe some some hope um in i've had some alzheimer's in my family i used to take care of a a one-armed guy 94 year old pete one-armed pete uh when i was in idaho and i used to take care of him he had alzheimer's and so i'm you know familiar to that extent uh, but this medication coming out would cost like $26,000. Why is it when a drug comes out, hey, there's hope, but only like if you have Trump-like money? Why is that? <laughs> well, look, I think I think maybe in a sensible approach to the payment for this drug, the, uh, the group that decides whether Medicare is going to pay for this or not, and, you know, the vast majority of people will be on Medicare that will be covered for this drug potentially, they've said that coverage shouldn't exist. The estimate's going to be, what, 26000 bucks or more? I think that's what it is for the first drug of its class that was approved called Adjuhelm. And the studies, Brandon, show that uh, these drugs, well, they're designed to reduce the buildup of plaque, this amyloid plaque, which is the, the, the characteristic that separates Alzheimer's from other types of dementia. And no one's really sure whether reducing the plaque really addresses the symptoms and the progression of the clinical outcomes on this. The studies are really not very good in that. So you could be basically saying, well, on the imaging, we're showing less plaque, but that doesn't necessarily mean because the studies haven't been done. And the one that does show some reduction in this reduced in this newest drug is really of questionable value. It's just not that good of a study. So, you know, look, you can spend tens of thousands of dollars on a drug to show that on your brain MRI, you've got less plaque. But if it doesn't improve your memory, your thought, your your thought processes, your orientation, you should anyone really be asked to pay for it. And I got about uh, uh, I've got only about a minute here. Uh, Besides this specific drug, when these new drugs come out, Ballyhood, but oh, my God, it's twenty five thousand dollars. Uh, the pharmaceuticals tell us, well, because of the marketing, what it took to get us, there's a lot of cost on the front end of, of this. Uh, is that reasonable? 
when they tell us that? It's reasonable because, look, it's, there's not that many people that will be eligible for it, and they've got to recover their costs. There's no doubt about it. Look, uh, we've got to make sure that a drug is going to be highly effective if the government, we the people, or people are going to be asked to pay for it. And it should be expensive, or we need to collectively agree we're all just going to pay for expensive drugs that aren't well proven. I'm not there yet. Makes me feel like a heel when I think back when I complained years ago that Viagra was like 87 bucks for a pill for something that was not medically necessary. Uh, Randy Tobler, I know it's early. What you got coming up on your show today? Well, we're going to be talking to the Show Me Institute, and uh, we're going to be talking and trying to dissect this whole issue with the Biden. Is there really a distinction without a difference? I heard you talking about it earlier. I'm not so sure, but some people think there are. We're going to address it. All right. It's coming up on the Tobler Show, man. We love you today. Hope you have a great show. Hey, thank you, man. Always enjoy the time with you listening and being on. All right. And I'll come on your show today uh, sometime. Beautiful. Hey, I hope you will. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Coming up a few minutes from now, uh, Morning Bell, business news, a little twist. Only Stephanie Bell can uh, can give you. Well, the major news outlets are trying to dupe you with respect to the inflation numbers. They are. This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathard. 826 time for the Morning Bell, business news, a little twist. Only Stephanie Bell can give you. What do you have? Inflation numbers are in, and the headlines say inflation slowed. Inflation is cooling. Inflation cools again. It softens. But. But (laughs) inflation officially eased to 6.5%, which is a decrease of 0.1%. But the. (laughs) And it's still at that level anyway. But it's going down. It's, yeah, it's still at 6.5%, which is, you know, I think, you know, way more than it had been during the Trump administration. So, But the headlines are all, hey, it's better. Point, who cares about 0.1%? I mean, I really don't. When, it, when you're paying $6 for a carton of eggs, I don't think so. So uh, anyway, that's where we're at. We are going to be hearing uh, from Biden apparently today. Um, he is going to discuss the economy and the government's uh, efforts to address inflation at 10 a.m. So we will be looking forward to that but don't get duped by these headlines when they're like oh inflation's down inflation's down yeah oh gas is you know no longer five dollars a gallon great um it is down but 0.1 percent is you know not not in any way that's meaningful and we're looking at things like you know the governor's proposing a, a state employee pay pay increase and you know just trying to keep pace with inflation so you know the 0.1 i mean imagine if your if your boss came to you and said hey i'm going to give you a raise 0.1 percent like no oh thank you no and and the pay raise the governor is actually uh is above five um just trying to keep pace with inflation we'll see what the legislature does but you know as as six and a half percent inflation continues to persist i think we're going to have to you know i think we're still going to see demands on our government employees on raises for those folks just to keep them in the positions i know the governor was quick to point out that there are seven thousand open positions in state government right now today and you think about not only in state government, you think about it with city government, you think about it with law enforcement. Um, a lot of folks are struggling to, to hire. And as inflation persists, I don't I don't see that problem getting you know any worse. And we've spent so much time talking about workforce housing. And I know there's so many organizations talking about housing, but, you know, and that's, a, I guess, a part of recruitment. But how else can we address the staffing shortages? Yeah, I, 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 I just baffling. 
Uh, and I feel bad, especially for like the, the small local businesses, whether it's a mom and pop, uh, you know, it's a restaurant, whatever it is. I'm like, man, I just feel so incredibly bad for these people because you go out and you take a chance, you start your own business. And I have a lot of admiration for somebody that can go and become a business owner. I don't have the gumption to do something like that. And I appreciate when folks do that. And then the challenge that they are uh, facing, especially the challenges since January the 20th of 2021, it's like, Man, I feel I just wish there was something to do for you. Yeah, for some of these service-based businesses, whether they're a restaurant or a mechanic, you know, you have two choices. You can close for a day or you can overwork your good employees. And neither one is is a really good option. We've got to figure out how to do you're looking at the yeah, the roads are not looking good south. Where are we looking at right now? So it looks like uh getting onto the bridge uh, yes. in uh, in Jefferson City. It's start things are starting to This is Wake Up Mid Missouri with Brandon Rathert. He did see exactly what's going on at the border. You didn't talk to any migrants, and he didn't go anywhere that people actually cross illegally. Why not? But he also, but he met, uh, he went to the, the Migrant Center, which was a critical place, critical place to be when you think... Yeah, he went to the Migrant Center where, you know, it's all lovey-dovey. It's not reality. That's the thing that blows, I, I get shocked, people. It's rainbows and unicorns, but then there's reality, man see the reality of it and i'll tell you exactly why he didn't go and do that stuff because as a human being it probably would have broke his heart would have put him in fear about what's been happening to our country what's happening with our neighbors that actually live along that border these people are finding corpse uh on their property they deal imagine at your house if you had a couple hundred people every week couple thousand people just coming through your stuff coming through your property and you got kids see things change when you have kids Especially when you have kids. Imagine that happening. That's what these people that live along those borders, that's what they're going through. That's why he didn't go there, because it would make him uh, uncomfortable. There is progress on a wall. Uh, it's the wall going around his house. That's a true story. That's a taxpayer-funded wall. So he has an opposition to walls protecting our country. But he wants it. And by the way, it's a ta- it's the ta- we're paying for it. It's a taxpayer-funded wall for his Delaware vacation home. And I wonder, is I'm guessing where he lives is probably a sanctuary city. <laughs> and so he says, well, if they're going to be putting more migrants here, I don't want them on my property. The wall is going to cost $490,000. That's like more than most, like more <laughs> the, than double the median home price in Columbia, Missouri. The wall? The wall. It says the wall is expected to cost taxpayers 490 This is very specific. $490,324 funded through a government contract. What on earth? Gosh. Uh, to protect himself because he doesn't want that element in his house. Well, Joe... Same thing around here. Again, um, hypocrisy. Uh, just hypocrisy. And that's the thing. And that the way these progressives think, it's not steeped in facts. It's steeped in a whole bunch of flowery stuff. And But then there's facts. There's reality. I hope they get with it one day. Welcome into the show. Wake up, Mid-Missouri. There's Stephanie Bell. Good morning. Producer Hannah is here. What up? My name is Brandon Rathard. I wanted to mention this. So yesterday we were talking about Kevin Costner. He won a Golden Globe the other night for uh, Best Actor Drama Series. And I'm just starting season four of Yellowstone. And it is a great show. I just don't like getting into those shows because then I have to commit to it. Don't like commitment. Don't want to do wow. it. Wow. <laughs> what wanna, a first world problem. <laughs> even when it comes to TV shows. I mean, know thyself. You're very self-aware. Right. I have self-awareness. Okay. 
Did we ever ask this question? If you know that you lack self-awareness... Impossible. Does that make you self-aware? No. I think it... Maybe not. It's an oxymoron, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yeah. Anyhow... Uh, but we, and we played some video. Kevin Costner, he, he put up a video the other day. Hey, sorry, I'm not going to be at the Golden Globes because this is going on and I can't get to the thing. And he's doing it. He's standing at his multi-million dollar mansion, beach home, on the beach, the waves. He's in California and all that stuff. And, and, it, and it, this like hit me at like two o'clock this morning. I, I, I don't know why. You're thinking about Kevin Costner at 2 a.m.? <laughs> TMI, dude. A lot of people are, I think. But go on. It occurs to me. Okay. John Dutton, his character on Yellowstone, despises people to an extent like the real life Kevin Costner. The Californian, the uh, to an extent, not all of it. Yeah, people with all hat and no cattle, like people who are kind of posers. And who are coming in and taking over like yeah. the original? Not completely, but a little, a little bit of that. Uh, California, he in real life, he is the the guy that John Dutton despises. And by the way, that uh, you go out west to some of those places, Montana and Wyoming, and there is an incredible for years, incredible dislike um, for Californians because they do. I'm telling you, they come in and they really do change. Just in Montana and Wyoming, or everywhere? Idaho, <laughs> everywhere. Probably. I mean, I have some, I have some conferences that are set in California too uh, this year, and I'm like, do I really want to go to California twice this year? I'd rather not. <laughs> uh, and by has anybody seen there's well I was skimming through the Netflix stuff last night there's the um Sylvester Stallone has that I've seen the but I've never watched it um uh, uh, uh Tulsa Kings and I've heard unsolicited three different people say it's really good hmm. apparently the setup is he's a New York mafioso been in prison for all these years never talks his reward is you get to run Tulsa or something so here's this Italian New Yorker Showing up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Like, what am I going to do here? But apparently, there's an. I I haven't seen it, but everybody I've talked to has said it's really good. Has anybody seen Jeremy Renner, who continues to recover in a hospital after being run over by his own snowplow in Lake Tahoe? Uh, he's in a show called uh, Mayor of Kingstown. Has anybody seen that? Eight seven four ninety three ninety eight seven four ninety three ninety. Because. We're looking for new stuff to watch. I wonder, is that worth watching? Because I like Jeremy uh, Jeremy Renner. And is anybody, John, you're watching Yellowstone? I've seen I've it, been yes. Been watching. Then do you jump off and watch those prequel shows? I can't because I get lost. It took me a long time to get th to... I'm only through season four of Yellowstone, so no. All right. You know what I've been watching? Twitter? <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the POTUS Twitter account. Um, our commander-in-chief tweeted about ten minutes ago. He said for the sixth month in a row, yearly inflation is down. Mm. It might be rising in economies around the world, but it's coming down here. And gas prices, food, and more are following. That adds up to a break for families and proof that my plan is working. Oh, a break for families. <laughs> I don't I don't really feel like I caught any breaks lately. I mean, yeah, gas prices have been lower than they were. But other than that, I'm not, I, I mean, eggs are $10 where I live for 18 
Yeah. I do. I like Dale's uh, text, and he had some words for Joe. He said, hey, I'll build you a fence for $490,000. My plan is working? My plan is working. I mean, it's working for him. He's getting a half a million dollar fence built by the government around <laughs> his vacation home. Working for him. Tell me you're out of touch without telling me that you're out of touch. We're getting a break. Did you hear that? Do you feel like you're on a break, that you're getting a break, that you've caught any breaks this year? I wish, last? I wish Joe was at my friend's house last night while they were discussing an, a life-changing amount of mo- How my retirement money. account is not getting yeah. a break but is broken? A life-changing amount of money. Yeah. That they have lost since the tragic events of January the 20th. Sit and tell that person, my plan is where... He reminds me, who is the, who's the boss on The Simpsons? That uh, snively kind of character. <laughs> oh, my plan is working. Look. Wow. I, he's getting roasted, I assume, on Twitter. <laughs> and rightfully so. I'm going to post it on the Wake Up Facebook page <laughs> so we can also roast him on Facebook. All right. I like it. Last time we heard from Biden. People know I take classified documents. That's the last time we heard from uh, him. He's saying. People know I take classified documents. And I'm thinking, okay, that's a one-off. Can we get some confirmation on this? Corinne Jean-Pierre. He takes classified documents. <laughs> wow, they're all saying it now. 874 uh, Mayor of Kingston, uh, worth watching. Also watch Speed. Uh, speed on... Uh, uh, six, oh, that's not a TV. Watch Speed on 63. I'm like, what an odd name for a TV show. Watch your Speed on 63. Uh, lots of cars in ditches, including Jeeps. So really one of the big stories that's affecting a good portion of us here in mid-Missouri, especially if you're coming from like Fulton or, or, or Columbia and you're headed south. A lot of folks shocked this morning uh the amount of snow and the amount of problems that this sloppy slushy wet and nasty snow is causing for travelers this morning yeah i mean in columbia there's barely a dusting on the ground but uh i got a picture before 8 a.m of a full-blown snowman out of my yard in ashland missouri so a lot of snow on the ground there so be uh be careful Coming up, the other thing I want to let you know, uh, 10 o'clock this morning, Columbia Police Department, they are doing a press conference. This is something like you kind of see on the TV sometimes that apparently happened in Columbia. Apparently, uh, police were looking for an MU student eventually on campus, eventually uh, leads them to a whole other part of town. They show up at a house, and as they're walking up to the house, they smell uh, burning human flesh. Uh, last we know from them, human re- remains, they said, were unidentifiable. It sounds like they probably know who it is. They have a press conference coming up 10 o'clock this morning. Some more details on that through, uh, throughout the day here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri, 93.9 The Eagle and 104.5 News Radio 950KWOS. Uh, Mr. Burns, the boss from, from, that's who, Joe Biden, thank you, Justin in Centralia this morning. Mr. Burns, he's the boss who in The Simpsons, which, do you know The Simpsons is still... My goodness, that thing is still on the air, cranking out new episodes every week. I have never seen an episode of The Simpsons. What? Maybe I saw a couple back in the early 90s when it first came on because it was the cool thing back then. They they are still cranking out new episodes. Mr. Burns, Joe Biden says, my plan is working. <laughs> Look at inflation. Uh, out of touch. Uh, 
out of touch. Coming up, we are going to do some leftovers. Going to open up our refrigerator and see what kind of... This is Wake Up Mid-Missouri with Brandon Rathert. Start here. First thing is I'm opening up my little dorm room size refrigerator. Um, I said the Columbia Police Department is going to be having a press conference at 10 o'clock this morning regarding uh, human remains apparently found in a burn pit. Uh, I want to correct that. Uh, the press conference uh, relates to the standoff, deadly standoff, uh, last night in Columbia. Deadly, the suspect apparently shot and uh, shot killed. All right, leftovers. We open up our refrigerators. A couple of things we didn't get an opportunity to get into. Uh, we want to make sure we get them in. Before we get into my dad's favorite show, my dad's favorite show, it's the Gary Nolan show. For real. You know what that does for my ego? It keeps <laughs> my, you humble. My, yeah, it does keep my ego humble, uh, but my self-worth completely crushed. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, my dad and I joke about this all the uh, all the time. What do you got for leftovers? Well, apparently there was an angry council meeting in Jefferson City uh, last night, and but last time that they accused the some angry words between some Ashland Alder people, I would say that was inflated. It was this is a different news outlet, so I wonder how angry it really got. But they're arguing about election procedures, and apparently, you know, if you go down and file at the state with the Secretary of State for state office, if you file on the first day, you're entered into a random drawing. And so there's all, there's data out there that shows if you're first on the ballot, you get an advantage. And it used to be you had to camp out. Well, I guess Jeff City's still doing the camp out method. So a lot of people, including Ron Fitzwater, some other folks, camped out overnight before the filing. And it came up last night and, you know, someone randomly kind of threw out the idea, hey, we should stop doing that. We should do a random drawing. And it, it sounds like there was some tension over, hey, that's not necessarily a bad idea, but... We have, you know, the Sunshine Law. We have to put things on the agenda and, like, we need to, you know, have a proposal in writing. So there were some harsh tones when I guess somebody was accused of, you know, doing a political stunt. Um, so some tension last night over election procedures. Wait a minute. Politicians? Political stunting? Marsh, say it ain't so, man. It ain't so, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you have for leftovers? Hey, we got some good news. Okay. Prayers for DeMar 3. Have been answered. Buffalo Bills safety, DeMar Hamlin finally back home. How cool is that? And I'll also add, too, uh, we're wishing uh, the First Lady, Jill Biden, well. She had some cancerous lesions removed, basal cell carcinoma, which is the most common type of skin cancer, but also the most curable. Um, so we like to get political on the show, but people are people, and we're wishing her well this morning as well. Uh we had this yesterday. Never got to it. And I'm listening to the Sean Hannity show. Sean Hannity's here uh, 2 o'clock uh, weekdays. And then uh, after him, 2 to 4, then it's Tobler. Um, but he was talking about this yesterday. with Joy Reid uh, had Byron Donalds on. He's the Republican from Florida, Republican congressman. He even got some votes during the whole House Speaker uh, uh, thing. And uh, Joy Reid... I was stunned that she would ask this question. He's black, and basically she's being racist here. They didn't nominate you because you've got cred. They nominated you because you're black. They were looking for a response to Hakeem Jeffries in you. Uh, no, that was not any. Because you've literally any. been there for one term. So you, okay. you do I'm, not, well, you've you never been in leadership. I'm asking you the question. And it goes on from there. Just you're uh, just incredibly racist. Not giving this guy credit. Saying, well, uh, you're just, uh, you just got propped up just because you are black. And I uh, heard Sean Hannity on the show yesterday covering it. Uh, in great depth. I thought it was, um, thought he did an excellent job. Some of the other things that are coming up tomorrow, by the way, is a feel good Friday here on the, uh, on the show and try to celebrate some of the lighter things that are happening, 
uh, here in the uh, in the news. Very fun. I have a. We need to play. Would you rather tomorrow? I think. Would you rather? We put you in two uncomfortable situations, and you got a would you rather, or two very comfortable situations. Not typically. <laughs> we, <laughs> and it's funny because uh, the game started. Would you rather? It started kind of from nefarious. It's got a nefarious origin to it, actually. Oh, I didn't know that before my time. Yeah, not here on the show. It's an inner office thing. Ask Brian Hansen, Brian Hansen, star of the Gary Nolan show. Ask him how would you rather started. <laughs> well, I saw this story, and apparently, a whole bunch of passengers were stranded on an Amtrak train, and then we've had all these people stranded in an airport. And I'm thinking, would I rather be? Would you rather be stuck on an Amtrak train? <laughs> Or stranded in the airport. I'm not sure. Apparently, the conductor told the riders who were calling 911, telling them they were being held hostage, <laughs> not to do that. <laughs> and so then the conductor gets on. He runs to the back of the train. Hey, you guys, I'm not holding you hostage. Why are you calling 911? But, but I don't think like you could just open the door and walk off the train, right? I don't think you're allowed to do that. Um, so it would, you know, but like how far away were they, right? Like at some point I would say, just let me off of this thing and I'll figure it out. I'll have my friend come pick me up. You can't really do that on an airplane, but if you're just sitting on the ground in a train, I think I would say, open this door and just... Yeah, I'm, I'm walking. Right. I'm out. Uh, would you rather... I like... We should play that uh, that game tomorrow. Uh, and uh, As we wrap up, I want to leave with... <laughs> Sorry, Hannah. Rhodes. It's not good down south. Thank you. Yeah, roads, still bad, uh, especially Jefferson City area, places like that.